Now let's check in with the wife. It's time for the Pith of Pop, the podcast edition with my beautiful wife, Jen. Thanks for joining us, Jen. Hi. So what's on the menu this week? Well, we've actually managed to see three movies in the last couple of weeks. That's right. Uh, we saw two DVDs and an actual movie in a theater, Wonder of Wonders. What do we see? We saw Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. We saw The Pacifier and March of the Penguins. Okay, I think we're going to start with Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. What did you think about that film? I really wanted to like it. I really did. I heard a lot of good things about it. People were saying it's hilarious and fun and subversive. And it might have been those things, but only in a, in a small way because it was really trying to be something it couldn't quite achieve. I agree. I mean, I wanted to, to like it. I heard good things, um, but I just it really hurt almost about how badly it, it seemed to miss some mark. I mean, we weren't looking for high cinema. We weren't expecting Citizen Kane. We knew that it was a stoner road movie with gross-out humor, but even with all that, I think just something didn't sit right. No, it was trying to be two different things. It was trying to be a social commentary about the experience of Asian and Asians in America, and it was trying to be dumb and funny in a really gross way. And I like dumb and funny in a really gross way, so it bothers me that they took what could have been really funny and fun to watch and combined it with the commentary and it didn't quite work. I felt like it was trying to be two things at once and the the two aspects really didn't work together. And I think it could have been possible to do both well, but there was just something kind of graceless and, and, and flat about the social commentary side about the Asian American experience. I mean, you had uh, Kumar, who's an Indian, whose father's pressuring him to be a doctor. You know, we certainly wouldn't have expected that. And then, you know, you have Harold, uh, the Chinese guy, who is a very successful but unre- but disrespected uh, accountant, I guess, or, or a stock analyst. Right. The the two roles felt kind of like cliches. And I, I, and I think that there's a possibility that there was an attempt to be ironic there and that in one w- in one sense, they're going to go down the path of the stereotypical race relations film, and on the other hand, they're going to subvert it and and do something unique. But but really, if that's what they were trying to do, I didn't feel it. I didn't either. Although there were a couple things that I liked, I like Neil Patrick Harris. That's right, Doogie. Um, Doogie plays himself. Actually, um, Neil Patrick Harris plays himself, and uh, he gets a lot of good laughs simply playing against type. Right. He seems to get a lot of mileage out of that. He's done some guest shots on shows like Law and Order, Criminal Intent. And I I like that he's kind of making fun of this whole idea of Doogie, that, you know, everybody's assigned this Doogie role to him, and he's really attempting to make fun of that. Yeah, from Law and Order, Criminal Intent, I thought that was a good episode he was into this film. Um, Neil Patrick Harris turns out to make a pretty good psycho. Um, and, you know, some of the absurd humor despite yourself gets a good laugh there was the cheetah ride the cheetah ride the raccoon attack there's you know situation after situation that it's kind of ridiculous but you do find yourself laughing in spite of yourself but but despite all of those high points pretty much harold kumar didn't do it for you not really no okay well what do you think about the pacifier that's vin diesel as a navy seal turned babysitter i liked it it's not citizen kane it's not serious. It's a kid's movie. It's very lighthearted. It's fun, but it's f- particularly suited to a certain age group. 
it, preteens are probably the target age for for this film. Yeah, for a kids movie, it it it's really enjoyable. I mean, definitely, I would enjoy it as much as say a ten year old. And you know, Vin Diesel as a Navy SEAL we've seen before, but not as a Navy SEAL who has to talk like he's on Sesame Street, <laughs> which was a little painful. Right. I mean, he is talking slow. And it actually looks in parts like he's thinking to himself, God, I can't believe I'm saying these lines. And it takes you out a little bit. But still, overall, he does a really good job. He has, you know, chemistry with the kids. And it's actually, it's a really fun view. I think he walks that line well between um, I'm being earnest about this and yet also I realize that this is totally ridiculous. I mean, you you can enjoy it both on its face and as, as something that's slightly absurd. It has a really good supporting cast. Brad Garrett, who plays Raymond's brother, Robert, on Everyone Loves Raymond, he would, I believe, play a very effective villain in, in a drama. He's got this look in his eye, this menacing look in his eye when he's doing his thing. You can just tell that, that he's far more than he p- appears to be. Yeah, I love his character on anybody. Everybody Loves Raymond, but that character is supposed to be kind of a dolt and a simpleton. And although we do see that element in his bad guy character in The Pacifier, he carries with him an almost real sense of sinister motivations and darker nature. And uh, I thought that was I thought that was a nice touch. It was a really nice touch. And Lauren Graham is also in this movie. She's on The Gilmore Girls. Okay, not that I know anything about that, but she was good. She was good. I like her. She's r- this really affable, likable actress. She's, you know, she's got a, a really nice air, and, and it's, she's fun to watch. Now, uh, Navy Steel as a babysitter kind of comes with some things that you're going to have to expect. There's the diaper changing as a totally toxic exercise scene, and um, my p- favorite part, of course, was the minivan as urban assault vehicle. That was kind of enjoyable. Yeah, that that, you know, it's somewhat cliched you know there are things that you'd find in other films but i thought overall it worked really well there are though some thematic elements that are not quite appropriate for a certain age group that's true we uh when when we first got the film i gathered the family around and we sat in front of the tv and put the dvd in and the first thing we saw was uh, machine gun fire fist fights and exploding helicopters which caused zach a little bit of distress so i said okay this is probably aimed at a slightly older age group than that yeah and there's also a bit where we're led to believe that the oldest son is hanging out with a bad group yeah they uh, pull a nazi swastika out of his locker and that's not something that i'd want to have to explain no, you know, not to a seven-year-old. That would certainly prompt a lot of difficult questions. But the whole point was, in fact, that he was um, going to be doing a Sound of Music thing and he was playing a Nazi. Right. But despite those uh, occasionally weird tweaks, I think that it, it is. It's a great kids' film and, and, and fun for everybody. Yeah, definitely. I would I would see it again. And finally, the in-theaters-now-actually-playing-modern film that we managed to see in a theater was... Uh, March of the Penguins, a nature documentary about uh, the mating and child-rearing of emperor penguins in Antarctica, uh, narrated by Morgan Freeman. How did you like that film? Well, I like anything with Morgan Freeman. He's just got this presence and this gravity about him that makes everything seem very serious, but at the same time, very entertaining. He, you know, he never wavers. He's just steady narrating this movie and talking about these penguins and you fall in love with them because he he wants you to he's really he's emoting but not how not overly so
And the cinematography is a wonder, and you don't realize that until you've walked out of the theater, but you start to think to yourself that the, these penguins live in the harshest conditions on Earth, the, the, the worst weather imaginable, and this crew manages to stay with these animals for months and shoot it and make it look beautiful. But while we as adults, I think, are watching and thinking about the cinematography and the poor camera crew, obviously... Um, the point is the life of these penguins, and certainly it's amazing. I mean, talk about truth is stranger than fiction. The things that they have to do to find a mate and to have an egg and to hatch that egg and to raise a baby penguin. Right. You know, they take three or four 70-plus mile trips. You know, the only relief from walking is sliding on their bellies on the ice. And they do this a bunch of times. And the males go without food for months on end. It's just, it's amazing, basically, that there are any penguins left. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the perils that they face, both natural and by predators, which I didn't even expect in that environment, um, you'd expect that almost no baby penguins make it. But fortunately, although we do see some lost penguins and lost eggs, we do see a lot of uh, happy babies at the end. Right. It's it's very uplifting. There are, you know, the animals in peril, and I'm not a fan of animals in peril, but there are quite a few happy, uplifting moments. And uh, certainly, as as I guess all nature documentaries are meant to, it puts your own life into perspective. Yeah, when, when I'm whining that I don't want to walk my daughter to school, I remember those poor penguins that wa- are walking 70 miles plus. Waddling 70 miles. Right, waddling. Okay, time for the star ratings then. What did you? Uh, what would you give Harold and Kumar go to White Castle? Two. Two stars out of five. So, yeah, not, not one we'd recommend. The Pacifier with Vin Diesel? Three and a half. Yeah, lots of fun. You know, not high art, but, but fun. And finally, uh, March of the Penguins, narrated by Morgan Freeman? Four and a half. Absolutely. An excellent film, good for everybody. You know, not too many films you can say that about. Okay, well, that was our movie watching for the week. Thanks for joining us, Jen. My pleasure.